you paid for streams, so now you have to legitimize yourself by paying for followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So now you got to legitimize yourself by paying for engagement with engagement groups. Right. So now you got to pay for likes, and then you're paying these companies that are paying mm -hmm. for your views on your, I mean, I'm just like, your whole life is fake at that point. Like you've literally just, your, your whole life is filled with robots surrounding right. you. The Radium Podcast, episode 103. Today, we got Will here. My coffee's so good. We got Wilbert. What's going on, guys? I, and girls. <laughs> Wilbertico McGee. A.K.A. Wow. Will Martins, A.K.A. Wool, Wool, Wool Music. Yeah, W L L. W L L. It's like L O L, but just yeah, you, yeah. You just it's get rid of that. It's the future L O L. It's the future L O L. So today, uh, let's jump into it. I want to jump right into some some music news, some things that are going on in music right now. Mm. Um, and we were actually just like in the kitchen, just yeah. chatting um, right as Will got here, and just talking about like the new stuff going on with Spotify and right. the new MacBook Pros and there's just so much exciting stuff happening right now and it always does at the end towards the end of October. Yeah. Right? Black Friday coming up. Yeah, people are like, "Oh my god, I need to get rid of all my stock and so let's release everything now." Yeah. I I got to buy stuff. I got to buy plugins. I'm going to finish my songs that didn't finish yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone. It's like, "Oh, I know how I'll finish my songs. I just got to buy more stuff." Yeah. So, we want to talk about this stuff. Um you, you mentioned something to me well about Spotify. Oh, uh, yeah. What's the news on Spotify? So, yeah, I was I was just reading my email this morning and you know how Spotify has the behind the streams newsletter mm -hmm. and I always follow that shit because you know I mean the music industry so I like to be informed about music I don't know you guys but I like to be informed um, and yeah I, what caught my attention was the fact that now Spotify it's really paying attention to fake streams they really it was kind of like they had an idea of course they always knew but now they're expliciting that okay guys we're looking you guys buying streams mm -hmm. so stop yeah. <laughs> and they put all this like video showing like ha huh, how fake streams are actually hurting your career because this way we cannot put you on mm. spotify um curated playlists and stuff like that yeah, so yeah. It's, it's really like they really paying attention to the source of these streams also because they have to pay for fake streams so Dude, it it's crazy. It's crazy. Well. I think the whole like fake stream thing is just, it's genius, first of all, because it's like, yeah. it kind of spawned this like black market, gray market of, of like, hey, I got a new business. It's called mm -hmm. Spotify Playlist Promotion.com, yeah. you know? Yeah. Spotify, I'll boost your shit and get you millions of views, whatever sort of thing. And um, it's actually like caused a bunch of different, um, companies to pop up right right give me thirty dollars we're gonna add you to these playlists you're gonna have guaranteed this many reach whatever yeah it's like you can't do that like nobody can guarantee reach on spotify i think the beauty of it it's, <laughs> it's not funny. a beauty of it but like what they were the smartest about is the fact that they found out the weakest link on human race which is their ego our ego yeah no, they just br just prey it's on all the about ego. ego you know if you have Bro, i'm lit look at my music Ten thousand streams it's all about your fucking ego it's i got a about, billion streams there's so many great songs there and has no streams whatsoever and a lot of trash that it's on the billboard so facts you know, facts so i don't know 
So because you guys are live with us as well, you know, feel free to uh, ask questions here in the chat. Yeah. And we can see them all. So just hit me with the questions. Yeah, we're live here in YouTube, but also if you want to send us, you know, uh, titty are, pictures, you yeah. know. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't <laughs> do that. My girlfriends will kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hey, do it. Hey, <laughs> so anyway, getting back on on topic here, yeah. I think the the Spotify thing is interesting because they're always sort of telling you like what they're doing for you, right? Which right. is how they always like kind of pre preface their their newsletters and stuff. Yeah. We're doing this for artists, you know. Oh, we're also going to do this, but um, there's a couple other things that are happening right now. With Spotify, they're starting to open up their video podcasting lane. Yeah, started with uh, Joe Rogan, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, you know, he signs like a multiple million dollar deal with uh, Spotify. So now they're like, hey, maybe we should start opening up this video stuff to other people. Yeah. And this is interesting because I think the video thing is just catching on to everybody else besides, you know, YouTube. Yeah. Right. And uh, Facebook, because Facebook's been pushing video for, for a long time, like crazy. Right. right. And then when TikTok, I think, really started launching, people are like, Whoa, videos, videos, awesome. Yeah. We everybody's got to do video. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like Spotify wants to do video. Uh, YouTube obviously is a video platform, right? So they're just yeah. like killing it, and they've yeah. always been killing it. Yeah. And then now uh, Instagram is like pushing video like crazy. Yeah. They're literally like, I just got a, a thing in my uh, DM the other day that was like, Hey, we're gonna give you eight hundred dollars if you create um, more reels. Oh, wow. And uh, if you hit these mile markers of how many views or whatever, we're going to pay you out for that. Is that Instagram? That's Instagram. That's crazy. Yeah. So they're trying to pay people that have probably a certain amount of following to like make more reels. That's crazy. So they're trying to like really push the video thing. They're like, yo, make videos, make videos, which is a really interesting thing because TikTok, I think, made everybody go, wait a second, we should start paying attention. Yeah. So that's kind of what Spotify is doing. They're finally catching on and they're deciding, hey, you know what we should do? We should open up the video to podcasters, right? Not just the Joe Rogans, not just the top, top podcasters, right. but let's start to open it up to more people so that we can get more video stuff going because they're seeing that people come to the platform and they watch the platform. And the reason why they're busting down on botted plays and uh, botted streams and all that stuff, botted playlists, mm -hmm. is because they're losing money from it, right? Yeah. And it, it's yeah. a lot of money. It's not just like a, it's not just a little bit of money. You know, there's websites out there like, uh, I know for sure there's this uh, website called Booster Boss. And the only reason I know about that website is because these YouTubers push this shit. They're like, you could just go there. This is what the labels do. And it's like, the labels do a little bit more than that. You, you're you just coming up with an idea. That's a prediction, okay? Like you have no idea. Like you've seen the back end of Spotify, right? You know how the AI works. Uh, you're on YouTube telling people to do this, right? Yeah. Uh, but the Booster Boss, there's like this site and it's basically like, click here, how many streams you want on this song? No click here, how many plays do you want on your YouTube? Click here and you just buy it. Like you, you purchase like credits and you can just buy your streams. You can buy your, you know, everything. You can buy saves on I your think, song. I think that's gonna come way clearer, clearer to artists now that everything is open up again and more concerts are happening and artists want to play again. 
and they're gonna see their concerts empty because they yeah. think oh no i have a bunch of streams on spotify so i should be okay yeah and then no well, no one's gonna show up i'm lit dude i'm lit no one's gonna show up on their yeah. concerts because they don't exist well Robots it's, it's the same thing it's the same thing for instagram though you have to exactly. understand it's everywhere exactly like the way that instagram and all these platforms are working right now is that people have to pay to get friends Right. They have to pay for people to engage in their shit. It's crazy to me. I can't make sense of it, but it's like you paid for streams. So now you have to legitimize yourself by paying for followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So now you got to legitimize yourself by paying for engagement with engagement groups. Right. So now you got to pay for likes and then you're paying these companies that are paying <clears throat> for your views on your, I mean, I'm just like, your whole life is fake at that point. Like you've literally just, your your whole life is filled with robots surrounding right. you. It's crazy to me how the technology industry took over the music industry. And now it's it's more of a technology game than the talent itself. Mm. The talent it needs is a prerequisite, obviously. You cannot be what you want to be in the music industry if you don't have any talent. Yeah. But it's way more than that. I remember maybe five years ago when I got here, it was all about you know Instagram and followers and getting here and there. Right now, it's it's way beyond that. It's understanding how people consume media on those platforms mm. and how to achieve your um, your goals through your music through there. Uh, even if that means not going through the uh, you know the original route, which can be okay. I'm gonna do some reels on covers i'm gonna do some reels yeah. on remixes and then i build my audience around that and mm -hmm. then i can present my music yeah, yeah. instead of no i'm gonna push my music push my music and attract people who like my music that that model for me it's kind of done yeah i think people are really resistant to that model these days like put ads in front of people like hey listen to my music like fuck off who are you, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. like no <laughs> i i think honestly like you have to remember the music business is the entertainment business yeah you know, uh, we entertain people. Mm -hmm. We and, and dude, perfect example why Kanye West is a genius. I don't really give a shit what anyone thinks about Kanye West. You know, like, oh, I don't agree with him. He's crazy. He's fucked up. Like, no, he's a genius and he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. And anybody that doesn't think that he doesn't know what he's doing is probably very naive, right? They just don't get it. They don't understand what's going on. Yeah. Like, you know, you see in late, latest, he's like been wearing these masks and like yeah, yeah. going through airports and shit and like wearing yeah, masks looking yeah. like a total creep. But the thing about Kanye that he understands and you, you guys really, if you just like listen to this one thing in this podcast right now, I think you'll, you'll get something out of this for your own business and your own music. The one thing he understands is the music business and the entertainment business are intertwined, first of all. Mm -hmm. The second thing is, is that you have to stay top of mind and relevant in this industry and you have to change up how you approach your marketing. Right. Every single time you drop a song, mm -hmm. every single time you come out with something, you have to come with a fresh approach right? because people are tired of the dated old stuff. So for example, everybody's making trap beats and they're releasing these trap records with uh, music videos where it's like, yeah, yeah, I got a car that I rented. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm dope. I'm flexing. And it's like, that's boring. People are bored of that. They're tired yeah. of that. Yeah. They don't want to see that. So these guys that are trapping and doing the same thing over and over and over again, they have to buy streams. They have to buy plays. They have to seem larger than life <laughs> because the baby did it, right? 
you know, you, you pull one random outlier out of there and then you go, that's how he did it. So I'm going to do it like that. Right. That's done. It's done. It's done. Mm -hmm. It's been played out. Right. It's the same thing as like coming out and doing an alternative rock, uh, you know, we're in a band fucking playing in a, in a room playing in a, you know, rain's coming down or whatever. Like nobody wants to see that it's played out. It's done or metal, you know, like metal music video where they're always like, and it's just like in a warehouse where there's like, you know, the same thing over and over and over. And people are just like, We've seen this before, but yeah. we've seen it with like way better bands. We've seen yeah. it with Metallica. We've seen it with, you know, Guar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, Guar actually was a little bit more creative. They had the big masks and the Halloween monster mm-hmm. shit, you know? So I, I think that the big thing that Kanye does that he does really, really well is he reinvents every time. Yeah. And he used to do his thing and, where he would like jump on new trends, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, the Drake flow kind of vibe, this kind of vibe, that kind of vibe. Now I'm doing a uh, black skinhead and right. this like punk rock, rock shit, right? Um, but he's always reinventing himself no right. matter what. Then he got into the gospel thing, right? Now he's wearing masks around town and being all weird. And and then remember he releases out one time, he like had installs, like art installs with light shows and stuff in random places throughout cities. Right. All this stuff is super necessary to be creative and to keep the entertainment going. And the minute you stop entertaining people is the minute they don't want to listen to your music your, your and you're irrelevant. Dying. Yeah, I think, Even if your songs kick ass, it doesn't matter. I think a great example of that is Hollywood top actors or a, even like any top actor, any great actor, not necessarily famous actor, but great actors who are willing to do any role. Yeah. You know, because they're yeah. trying to push themselves to new, like to new ways to present themselves mm-hmm. as professionals. And I think... The music industry has so much to learn with this, you know, yeah. uh, the fact that you can um, reinvent yourself in each role. Mm-hmm. I, I actually was listening to this podcast with uh, Will Smith talking mm. about that, talking about how he loves the fact that each new character pushes him to think differently, to yeah. think in terms like to push him to think in sometimes against what he actually believes right and that makes something on his mind that makes him more empathic more empathetic empathetic thank you uh english is my second language remember uh empathetic with people but also how to approach life differently and you know what is what is the point of making the same music forever in doing whatever other people are doing it, you know? Yeah, facts. Uh, I just can't, I just can't like make the same music forever, you know? No, no, no. I, I can't see that. And I don't see great artists doing this. Yeah, and I think, I think, you know, to wrap up this idea on the whole Spotify thing, mm-hmm. Spotify is doing this stuff, I think, out of fear. And I think they're doing it out of a reactive state rather than a proactive state. And I think that that's always the wrong way to do business. Mm-hmm. And I think that they were botting and they were totally fine with the botting streams and the robots and the people coming in and fucking with the algorithm for so long, for years, because it drove more traffic and it had people paying for more ads and yeah. spend and feeling like they're getting somewhere with their artistry yeah. for the longest time. And people are buying into that bullshit and that hype. And it brought more people to Spotify for a while. Yeah. And now Spotify has, remember you guys, just please think about this. They have shareholders, okay? They are a they are a, a, a traded, publicly traded company. They have shareholders to appease. When they come out with their numbers and they come out with their profits, 
and their margins, okay? How much money are they actually taking home and putting in their pocket? If that margin, that profit margin starts to go down in any sense or get squeezed in any way, they're going to figure out what's pro- what's the problem, what's causing it. Mm-hmm. And if it is Spotify botted streams, which are still getting paid out to the songwriters, then they're going to stop that shit. They want to stop it right away because if it becomes a bigger issue where they can't trace all of the different um, ISPs and all the different pings going all over the globe and the, right. the farms and the bots that are so intelligent that other people are using you know, the machine learning against them to make these Spotify you know, playlists and, and use the algorithm against them. If that gets out of control and they can't keep a hold of that, then it spirals out and they're paying out money and they have no way to prove that that shit's not real. Right. And if they don't have a way to prove that it's not real and they keep paying out more and more and more to songwriters and to publishers, because remember, what you're doing is you're licensing your music to Spotify to use your music to build a platform that they can sell marketing and stuff mm-hmm. on, right? Mm-hmm. So you are licensing your music. You own your music. You're licensing it to them to use it. And then in return, they're paying you a royalty on a total pot of money that's being made. And right. you're getting your split from depending on how much of the pot that you actually participated in. Right. Now, if you got botted streams that all of a sudden give your slice of the pie a little bit thicker of a slice, then what does Spotify have, right? They don't have that you're getting a a bigger slice of the pie. They get a larger pie because more and more people start to do it. So all of a sudden this pie becomes really big and they're like, why are we paying out songwriters so much money? There's no way these guys are getting those kind of numbers. They don't even fucking market. Nobody knows who they are. They have like 100 monthly listeners. How do they have 100,000 streams on a song with 100 monthly listeners? I, how are we paying them out? Mm-hmm. You know, how are we paying out, them out $500? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. So that's the issue right there. And you got to remember, Spotify's paying out the distributor, right? So DistroKid, whoever else, that mechanical royalty then goes to you for the, for the buys, right? But then they're also paying the the uh, publishing rights organizations, the BMI, the ASCAPs, the CSACs. So the more they keep spending and paying these people to license this music, they're like, wait, is this music actually bringing and keeping real clients and customers and growing our stuff and our platform? Right. Are we marketing to people or are we marketing to robots? <laughs> now, that's not the problem that Spotify knows that. The problem is the marketers that, they want to sell on the marketing spots, the slots, right? The advertising spend, mm-hmm. the media buy. If you're a marketer, you're Honda, and you come to Spotify and you go, let me see your analytics. Okay, how am I going to reach these people I need to reach? What are the demographics? I'm looking for people this age to this age that are going to buy my Honda fucking fit, cool little car, you know? You got to show me your numbers and show me and prove this stuff. Right. And then Spotify goes... Well, it's kind of skewed because we got all these robots and, you know, we don't really know because we don't have the data collected. Now, here's the problem that I have is that Spotify represents that as, you know what, you guys, the problem that you're having is it's not going to reach our algorithmic playlist and it's going to fuck you over. Yeah. Instead of just telling the truth. Yeah. The truth is you guys are getting fucked and you're spending too much money and your advertisers and your marketers that you're trying to pitch the media buys to don't want to buy your damn media buys mm-hmm. because they don't know who the fuck is seeing your shit. Yeah. And now you're going back to television times. You're going back to, we don't know, did they watch the commercials? 
Were they humans that watched the commercials? Did they watch the commercial on mute? Did they walk out of the room while the commercial was playing? We don't know. So it's like all this information and this targeted ad spend and all this stuff that used to be a really, really direct, awesome thing in social media is now becoming a diluted thing because of bots, farms, streaming farms, all this stuff that's diluting the numbers. How am I supposed to tell you how much the media buy costs for this spot when I can't tell you like who's going to see it? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if my data is even correct. Right. Right. It's crazy. It's crazy to me how. Again, I'm just gonna go on a tangent here because I think <laughs> this Spotify thing just made me think about the the new the new era of computing that we get into it. And just to prove of it, it's just Apple just released their new MacBook Pros and it just blew everything out of the water. You know. Yeah. Last year, you invested. We invested here on Radium like thousands of dollars in new computers <laughs> you know the latest macbook pro God, it must like right around latest, 10k yeah the latest Easy. imac you know editing software like so much money and we thought yeah these computers are gonna last like five years we're yeah. good this is a brand new intel i9 and processor then, uh, yeah. a couple of months later they released the m1 and yeah. just like dropped the prices like probably 30 percent of easy like right there and then after that apple just been you know testing new ways to improve their technology obviously and they came up with recently with the macbook m1 um max and chips pro yeah and m pro dude that was what do, what do you think about that i mean dude here's the thing <laughs> how's that gonna change for us you know here's here's what's changing right now that people aren't paying attention to and you guys like you really have to pay attention to this stuff i mean there's i don't want to do these podcasts and talk to myself right I already think these things. I already pay attention. I already fucking yeah. live this lifestyle. Like I pay the 10 grand for the computers yeah. and then I try to get the fucking new computer because I need it because I'm mixing records with, you know, 150 uh, tracks and a bunch of plugins that are look ahead plugins that right. I need that stuff for. Right. Okay. So here is the point. Like if you listen and you fucking pay attention, you might learn something. Right. And you might actually be ready and prepared for the future of the music business <laughs> instead of just bitching and being someone that's so bitter. Like I talked to so many bitter people like, there's no money in the music industry. Like, like someone owes them anything. Like, like people owe people shit. Like nobody owes you shit. All right. Yeah. You're not paying attention. All right. So you have to think about this as a curve, this technology and what's happening right now. Uh, it, it goes all the way through everything. It goes through the economy. It, co- it goes through politics. It goes through democracy versus communism. It goes everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. It's the whole world. Everything, inflation, everything is happening at a rapid pace. And we're starting to hit that kink point in technology. Mm. Okay. Now, here's the issue. A lot of people think like, oh, well, I can't afford the new MacBook Pro. You know, because it's like expensive and I I have a a computer and it works. It's fine. Uh, I'm sorry. You can't think like that. You you won't be in the game. You're not actually going to be in the game within a year. And here's the issue is that most people aren't at the point where they can buy a new computer every nine months, right? To keep up. Mm -hmm. But people can buy the iPhone because they're on payment plans and, you know, well, we'll just break it into monthly things. And now they've put it into the, you know, trade it in. You're leasing your phone now, but you're not leasing your computer yet right remember that you're buying your computer and then you're trying to trade it back in and they're giving you like 30 percent of what it's like what you bought it for but apple just they just have the payment plan now 
They have a payment plan on their card. Their card, yeah. yeah. You're right. Their card, which is a yeah. credit card, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, you're right. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. But the payment is what? Like $300 a month? Yeah. Like people like can't, you know, they're going to, oh, I'm going to pay for my car. But that's the point. This is the point I'm trying to get into, okay? You're going to hit this curve and where it becomes completely unobtainable for you to be competitive in the music industry. And they fucking know that. And they want that. What they're trying to do is they're trying to divide just like the economy, just like we want richer people and we want poor ass people. We don't want a middle class. And that's what's happening. Middle class squeeze. That's what we call it. Now it's just like the middle class fucking pulverization. Mm-hmm. Like middle class doesn't even exist anymore. You're basically poor or you're rich as shit, right? Even if you're making $250,000 a year here in LA, you're like, I'm living pretty decent and I travel every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I get a vacation in healthcare, right? Like, or you're poor and you're like, fuck, I'm struggling every day. I'm trying to make my paycheck so I can pay my new bill that comes in. So here's what's happening right now with the computer world and computer technology and audio is that you get an M1 Pro Max MacBook Pro, right? It is over twice as fast as the like latest iMac with 10 cores and, you know, 128 gigs of RAM, whatever you want to throw at it, right? (laughs) It's got twice as fast hard drive speed. It can compute GPU and, and process uh, you know, audio and everything else at such a fast pace and so much quicker than what your brand new computer from last year can do. Yeah. You are now getting out of the game because here's the truth. The plug-in vendors and everybody else will take advantage of that speed, the power and the storage, the videos, everything starts to go shoot, 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 shoot. It gets out of your reach. And then when you go to charge someone to mix their record or mix their orchestral piece or whatever else, they're like, oh, you don't even have a computer that can handle it. You're yeah. out. You're out. You don't even get a play. You're yeah. not even playing, dude. I, I guarantee you 90% of people out there right now that are like claiming to be mix engineers, they're not playing at the same level I'm playing. They're not even in the fucking conversation. They think they are because they got Sooth 2 on their computer, right? Mm-hmm. I bought Sooth 2. I got UAD. You don't fucking understand what's going on. If I can go in and I can do stuff without even really thinking about it with my computer and going, and I'm using really advanced plugins on every goddamn strip and I'm going through Melodyne like bam, 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 and I'm cranking out records at top speed with the skills and the computer that's fucking crushing your computer. I mean, let's not even get it started if you're on a 2018 MacBook Pro, 2017 MacBook Pro. You're playing in baby leagues now. That's the whole point. And you guys have to understand this. Like you think, oh, the computer's faster. That that means you just get things done faster. No, 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 no. That means that you can mix, master, produce, compose without thinking about your plugins. You can use better plugins. You can use better quality everything and it moves at a higher rate. I can deliver quicker. I can work faster, more precise. I can use better tools and I'll just crush you every single time. It's just the yeah. way it works. Yeah. You're not in the conversation anymore. Right. You know, oh, I got a MacBook Pro and I mix records too. Dude, you top out at 50 tracks and like a few UAD plugins. And let's just make sure also on top of the tools that you have, if you have awesome tools and on top of that, you have the knowledge of a decade on top of that, you have no chance. No it's chance. Okay. It's you're okay not in the you same, have, dude, you're not on the same fucking planet, it's, dude. It's one thing if you have the same tools, but no knowledge. So it doesn't matter if you buy <laughs> the latest macbook pro so you're using stock plugins it doesn't no, matter. no 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 don't get me wrong don't get me twisted 
If you're using the brand new MacBook Pro Max with the highest GPU and you can afford that, but you have you your skill level is at like three to five years, like you're just gonna fuck things up quicker. Yeah. That's it. That's all you're gonna do. You're just gonna go mess shit up quicker. Yeah. Okay. Now that's yeah, exactly irrelevant, right? Like yeah. if you just if you don't have the skills, you don't have the ear training, you don't have the room, mm-hmm. and you go and buy a MacBook Pro, you might as well go take a shit on some dollar bills and burn them. Like right. literally take the money out of your account, jam it right up your butt, take it out, light it on fire. And and you don't have to do it in that order. You know, like right. at this point in time. If you're not at that skill level, that's what you should work on every single day. Yeah. You don't need new exactly. plugins. You need exactly. to learn how to mix a record with stock plugins and make it sound yeah. as good as possible and and just get really, really good at this stuff because the, the computer's not gonna save you. Yeah, I remember when I started producing, I was working off a MacBook, I think it was the white one even, mm-hmm. um, in that like i had so much like so little memory i probably had like four gigabytes working off logic pro <laughs> and all these fucking plugins mm. and that was the best thing for me because i had such a limitation that i had to learn how to produce more effectively facts so not right now when i'm like with a great computer i produce way faster and way more precise because i know the limitations that can happen if they happen i know how to handle them mm-hmm. for example uh, DSPs, I never worked with DSPs. So whenever I have DSPs, I can load up like a bunch of plugins that are heavy. Uh, if I need to bounce some place, I just work with audio, you know? Yeah, yeah. And right now with these computers, I probably don't even need to work with audio. I just can do MIDI and everything because yep. they can handle. So I think this is really important. I think the, the knowledge of how to use those tools before getting the tools is way better. It's not, Absolutely. You know, it's way, it's a way better way. Um, do we have some questions from our audience today? Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. You guys have any questions? Uh, just drop them in the chat here. We're going to answer your questions now. You yeah. don't have to hear us rant about yeah. technology and Spotify. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but hey, this shit's important because it's stuff, it it's stuff when you're in the music industry or any, you know, video industry, movie industry, yeah. uh, commercial industry, right. you know, anything that's going to take that creativity and it's going to take editing and it's going to take computer technology skill sets that that people really you do develop these over a lifetime they're oh, not yeah. things you just i watched this tutorial on youtube so now i'm gonna buy this new compressor <laughs> like bro you're wasting your money like just stop just save your money like yeah it's not worth it stop trying to think that like a plug-in is gonna save the day for you exactly. you know or a computer even or a fucking iphone 13 pro like it, it's dude if you're bad at taking pictures you don't understand the basics of composition and coloring and depth of field and all that stuff, you're gonna take shitty photos with a better phone. Shitty pro photos. <laughs> That's what we'll call them, shitty pro. <laughs> Hi guys, this is shitty pro. <laughs> and I got the iPhone 13 Pro with shitty pro photos. Exactly. All right, so we got a couple questions. Um, <laughs> Adam says, uh, I'm trying to think of some questions. Is it okay to use samples or would you consider that as cheating? Okay, Adam, that's a good question actually hmm. because a lot is going on and changing in that field as well right. right now, okay? So this is from Adam Adam Maznez. Okay, so using samples. Mm. Here's the key to using samples. You can use drum samples, you can use drum loops, you can use anything that's not super melodic. Uh, you could even use probably chord progressions as long as they're not like playing super melodic lines. Um, and you could use those 
for your music and drop records and put it out on Spotify and, and distribute it independently. No problem. I don't think anyone would ever have any problems with that. Yeah. You could even like, you know, be an artist and, you know, put out records with splice loops and melody loops and you're all good. Um, the time that it becomes an issue is when you go to sync license something for a TV show, commercial, yeah. a movie, a movie trailer, TV promotion, and they're like, yo, we got some real money for you. We got 50K, we wanna license your song. And then they find out that it has like an output loop on it or mm -hmm. it has like a splice loop on it. That's been used a lot of times. And it basically gets flagged in the system because an ISRC code has been already established with multiple songs. They're going to flag it just like how Shazam works, right? If I hold the phone up and they're like, yo, Shazam, this song, Shazam's going to listen to a lot of different things. And it's, it's a lot smarter than it used to be, but it's always going to focus on the melody. Mm -hmm. So like, let's say you used a melody loop from splice and it's like in the intro and it's like, boo, do, 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 boo, do. Shazam's going to go, yo, this is already a song, right? Mm -hmm. Someone else already did that. They already released it. Yeah. And then it's going to pull up a different song. And you're going to go, that's not my song. And like, yeah, but it's not your loop either. Now, as, as much as it is royalty free to use all these sounds, these yeah. loops and these melody loops, uh, even like another producer that like sent you a loop and you made a beat out of that loop and it has a melody in it, um, you can easily get flagged and not be able to make any money off that. I don't think I don't think it's cheating if you're doing for the right reasons. I don't think releasing professionally with those loops <clears throat> as they are, it's a right thing to do. I used to use samples all the time to practice and mm -hmm. to get inspiration. So for example, if you like a, a melody concept there, you can get another instrument, play the melody with other instruments and flip it, you know, flip with your own interpretation. Yeah. But don't try to use that file because Shazam will, will pick that up like easily. Yeah. You know? And you know, you can, like I said, you can do it and get away with it. Like yeah, but you can lease beats from people where yeah. you have no idea where they're getting the loops from, yeah. right? Yeah. And they could have, you know, sold that beat to seven other people. Right. And right. leased it to seven other people and you could get flagged and it's not your song, exactly. et cetera. So, exactly. and that's the exact same beat. So a lot of the times that happens. <clears throat> so that's why, um, you know, it's really for people just getting started. You're trying to build a catalog. You want people to hear your sound. You want to start to uh, find people to collaborate with, uh, mm -hmm. you know, start to bring in producers and people that you would be able to build a sound with. Those are great starts. Why not? You know, like yeah. use a melody loop, get something done, lease a beat, et cetera. Um, but it's not a long-term game that's going to work. Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, it, it just won't. It's not going to work because there's so many factors at play here with music and copyright and and just like melodies being the same over and over and over again, like right. that people just, first of all, the listener even gets tired. Mm -hmm. They go, this sounds like something I heard already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's move on. Let's see if we got anything else. Um, I'm just going to answer a couple questions here. Not, not too many. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, so do botted views actually get you out there on Spotify? Um, okay. So no, that's the first, that's the, that's the short answer is like yeah. botted views on Spotify plays on Spotify. <clears throat> the reason why they'll never really get you out there, which that's kind of a loaded question that doesn't really, um, that question has a lot of parts to it. Get you out there. Doesn't really, uh, mean anything to anybody. Uh, get you out there, which I think you mean is get more people paying attention to and seeing your music. Um, no, that's the simple answer because the way that 
Spotify's algorithm works and it's it's actually has like their AI has a term. It's called BART, B-A-R-T. And I'm not sure what it stands for, but that's the name of the AI that they, they have it named. I know, right? Hey, hmm. Bart, it's Bart Simpson. Hmm. Um, so the way that it works is Spotify finds a lot of different contrasting places where it's picking up information from um, in the types and profiles of people that are liking saving, adding to their personal playlist, sharing on social media. Mm-hmm. Like you have to understand you guys, there's so many data points that Spotify, Facebook, Google, YouTube, these places have, they know so many things about you. Like they can geolocate that Will is in my vicinity and like, because they know my address and they know my IP address and he's connected to my Wi-Fi right now. They can literally serve him stuff that I like so that he'll talk about it. And and a lot of people will think like, oh, it's listening to us. No, the phones don't fucking listen to you. You guys are crazy to think that. Like just like the 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 shot, they have microbots in there, right? <laughs> They're tracking you. They don't want to track you, dude. You already what, have a tracking device. What have you yeah, what you got, <laughs> you, already have. you got a fucking phone you tell everything you paid to. For that. Yeah, 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 facts. Not only that, not only that. But who wants to track you fucking jerking off again? Like, I don't want to like, oh, what's he doing now? Oh, John's in the bathroom again. You know, like, (laughs) you know, what the hell do they care? I think he may need toilet paper. Yeah. Hey, let's serve him an ad for toilet paper or or new socks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. So the point is that I'm trying to make here is that there's so many data points that can be cross analyzed and, and put together to, to figure out where Spotify should be serving your music to, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, imagine Spotify gets data points from botted streams that you paid for Mm. that literally go to a farm out. Usually the typical place that they're gonna do this is gonna be like um, New Jersey. There's also places, there's uh, big farms. So they're like out uh, East Coast. You'll see like Chicago getting mm-hmm. ran up on people's streams that are, you know, botted. But they're like farms, right? So it's coming from the same ISP as so many other places. So you're like, yeah, man, I paid the service. They got me on these playlists. Like, yeah, but that same ISP and the same ping that's coming from there says like people are listening to country. They're listening to Christian rap. They're listening to pop. They're listening. Yeah. So Spotify just goes, none of this correlates. We don't know how to push them this song into a new algorithmic playlist. So we won't actually even build an algorithmic playlist for you, which means you won't get like the on repeat. You radio. won't you won't get pushed into radio. You won't get you won't get any of those things. And here's another thing: if your if your if your data isn't collected properly organically through people that actually like your stuff and makes sense to the algorithm, what it'll do is it might push you into one of those algorithmic playlists. But you'll notice you'll maybe get three to five streams on it. Mm-hmm. You know because the data's bad. So it's pushing it into radio for someone's radio that doesn't care at all about your style of music yeah. because the algorithm screwed up. It doesn't understand what to do with your, with your info. Exactly. So it's like, it's sort of like all of a sudden Will would start getting like uh, adult diaper ads on his <laughs> phone because that's what Spotify would do and what Facebook ads would do because it just doesn't have the right data on him. They think he's maybe a 85-year-old man maybe that shits himself. I shit myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So <laughs> so then that's what happens with the algorithm. Which might be true. Which might be true. <laughs> but you will get streams and you'll see that number there. And a lot of the times you'll get paid out for it as well. But you have to understand premium Spotify streams pay out a lot more than just like free Spotify streams. Mm-hmm. 
And the second thing is, is that your monthly listeners will be like going down over time. Your following's not going to be real. Um, so any algorithmic playlists that are good for your following, for example, um, release radar, right? Right. That drips to your following. But if you have bad followers or botted followers, you'll notice that you get into release radar and you have, you know, 5,000 followers on Spotify and you're only getting like 200 plays off of that. Mm-hmm. That's bad. That's just bad data. You've yeah. built bad data for Spotify, which means you're basically playing against yourself. Yeah. And you really don't want to do that. Yeah, I think just to finish, I think Spotify rewards real traffic. I mean, any platform rewards. It has to. There's no other traffic. way that the data works. Yeah, exactly. The and AI people, is so sophisticated. Yeah. It cannot put together something that's not real. If it sees that there's errors or there's misaligned information, it will literally not, it'll put it out to a bin. It's very, very simple. It's a mathematic equation. This, 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 and this do not correlate whatsoever. Okay, just don't worry about that song or that artist. Just put them in the fucking gray bin. There's 20,000 songs a day. 60,000. 60,000 already? Wow. Spotify only, 60,000 uploaded every day. I'm behind my numbers. Wow. But just think about that. That's crazy. How how the fuck, you really think these companies that, that make billions of dollars a year like are going to go like, oh, well, we'll just, we'll let these Spotify botted playlists. Yeah, it's fine. It's cool. We'll still help them out. No, it's the algorithm so sophisticated. Yeah. That's what they work on the most because they want, they can't go through 60,000 songs a day with humans. Could you imagine? Oh my God. So hopefully that answers your question. That was yeah. kind of long winded, but you know, um, the best multiband comp for mastering uh, from Michael ha- Hakim. Okay, so Michael, uh, best multiband comp. I really like the the um, the multiband MB Pro MB from FabFilter. Really like that, just because I really like, I like the interface. Too. It sounds good. It's clean. Um, one of my favorites that I've been using as of lately is the Dyne One Three from Dyne Audio. Oh yeah, you even made a plugin of the week. You even that. did a plugin of the week on this channel. You could check out. Check that out. Um, that is that's an incredible plugin. I think that they make great shit. And it's uh, it just kind of makes everything sound like records, right? But um, you know, also L3, um, the multiband compressor from Waves, the L3, the old school one, love it. Mm-hmm. I've loved that one for a long time. Um, and then the last one I would recommend that I really like is uh, the Mic DSP. I think it's the 404. I'm not sure what what it's called, but it's their multiband compressor, yeah. the MC 404 or something. Yeah. I love that one. Didn't you do another another one on the plugin of the week? I don't remember the name. It was a wide one. You you use all the time. Oh, Weiss. Weiss. Yeah, that's not really a multiband though. It's not right. No, but you can you can take the band and like put it where you want right. it. So yeah. that's pretty cool. You can you limit can do the band. that with Trackspacer too, but only if you try to. Um, yeah, but track spacer is not really like a compressor. Yeah, I, I think yeah. of it it's more a, as like, like a, a ducker. Soothe. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, there's some great tools out there, man. Like, yeah, I think so I think I think honestly, FabFilter makes the cleanest stuff for mastering. Yeah, transparent, stuff. really transparent. Um, but yeah, Dyn Audio, that Dyn One Three is amazing. I love that. Um, okay, we'll take one more question here. Um, on a budget, decent headphones to start or jump to decent monitors from crappy headphones. Oh, wow. I'll, I'll let you take that. You've worked on all that stuff, right? Yeah, oh my God. On a budget. 
on a budget. Well, it whatever means, that means. What's yeah, a budget? What does that mean? Everyone goes over budget, by the way. There's so many budgets. Um, yeah. I think like uh, as a rule of thumb, HS fives works. You know, for everyone, I would definitely consider those. They're like two hundred bucks each, three hundred bucks. I don't. I'm not for sure. monitors, right? Yeah, for monitors and headphones. You can. What about go, the Cali Audio? Cali Audio. Yeah, Cali Audio. The the LP six and LP eights. Those mm. are those are great monitors. Especially for, for like the price, like, uh, you know, obviously right. everyone's using the HS series, but it's yeah. like, they sound like paper. Yeah. They're very flat. If you have a small room too, it, it, it all comes down to your listening environment yeah. because if you have a crappy room, it doesn't matter what you put it in. Facts. You're going to listen. You're not going to listen to anything good at, at all. So it doesn't matter. Um, so HS fives, cause they're like kind of the, the industry standard, like most of record labels they have on meeting rooms, HS5s, HS8s, to listen to records. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, you're working with the same system they are most of the times. Um, you know, after that, you're going to equalize monitors like the Rockets. I don't like them. They're too bass heavy for me. Mm -hmm. uh, so I kind of lose my, my sense on that. And headphones, you can go close back or open back. For close back, I love the Audio Technicas. It, like the M30s are really good, like, and they cost like a hundred bucks. I have the M50s. Uh, I think you have M50s too. Yeah, the really M50s good. are more detailed. Yeah, they're really I think good. The, the 30s are just kind of. I muffled. even use them to DJ because they close really well. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, an open back, I would go for you know, four one fours. There's so many good ones there. Um, what about you? What do you think? It would be a good yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't use headphones much. Yeah. Like, I truly hate headphones. Yeah. I just always have. Right. Um, but as far as, like, if I didn't have a room that I could actually mix out of mm -hmm. and monitors that I really liked right. and knew really well, then I would uh, I would definitely be working off headphones just because they're, they're much more... Um, they're going to translate better. Yeah. Than like a bad room with bad monitors. Yeah. Oh like, sorry, God. you're just, you're fucked. Like yeah. you, you literally just put yourself in a corner that you're going to mix yourself into hell Yeah. because you're going to think like, oh, I got to mix things the way that I'm hearing them on this bad monitor with no bass in a bad room with no like, you know, reflections everywhere and comb filtering everywhere. Right. Like you're literally just wasting your life. You're wasting your life and your time and you're not going to learn anything from it either. That's the truth right there. Yeah. The problem is, is people do that every day. They get into a room, no treatment. They haven't placed their speakers properly. They have HS fives, HS eights. Um, and then they just mix to however it sounds right there and then, and they can't figure out why their stuff sounds like crap everywhere yeah. or why, you know, other people's records sound so good and they can't get that sound. Hey, for, for this person, just go grab our room on a budget masterclass. Yeah. You that's, know, that's, we, that we explains explain everything. everything there. Like from, yeah, you, you took that and ran dude. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he shot it too and edited it. So it's, he knows. It's great. And I, I mean, th this is, this is over 20 years of, of doing this stuff, man. Yeah, like you guys have great. to understand, like I've tuned, I've tuned 20, 30 rooms. I've tuned professional rooms. I've actually, uh, you know, Mark Mothersbaugh, I worked with him on Thor Ragnarok, the Lego movie, 22 Jump Street. I'm not sitting here trying to brag you guys. I'm trying to tell you, like I've tuned rooms that are amazing and like literally built those rooms. And I've tuned rooms that are like, bedrooms i've tuned rooms that are are garages mm -hmm. you know and everything in between and every single room is different and 
you just have to you have to understand the specifics to everything. And and a lot of people spend a lot of time throwing panels up and bass traps and all this shit without actually just moving their speakers around. Yeah. And speaker placement is 80% of the game. 100%. If you talk to any acoustician, any like really top-end acoustician that uh, goes around and tunes professional studio rooms and commercial rooms around the world, they're going to tell you that same thing. They're going to say 80% of it is your speakers and the speaker placement. Right. This is just the truth, man. I mean, you know, low end is the hardest thing to get right in a small room. Um, in a large room, it's not very hard to get right, uh, but it's all about speaker placement. Um, high end and mid range is really easy to treat. It has a lot to do with just broadband absorption and panels. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it has a lot to do with how big your room is, how big your ceilings are, yeah. all that stuff. So. Yeah, it, there's a there's so much that to that question like on a budget, what's the best whatever? Like you know, these are great little blog inserts on like Sound on Sound or some magazine or you know a YouTuber, the best headphones for the budget. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, you guys like you have to just experiment and learn and like train your ears. Yeah, be in different environments, tune your room, move your speakers around, play music, listen for things that are missing. You know what I mean? When you go to your car, what do you hear? Like, oh, I hear this like really thick, full bass. When you go to your studio room, what do you hear? Oh, that's missing. Okay. When you put the headphones on, what do you hear? When you put it in the car, what do you hear? When you play it off of uh, your your speakers on your iPhone, what do you hear? And you have to train your ears. And over time, you develop stuff. And I'll tell you the number one mistake I see from most people that are not hearing things correctly is they over-process. Yeah. They think a plugin is going to help them. A plugin will destroy your mixes. Uh, an analog piece of gear will not help you if you're not hearing things right. So your number one tool is your ears. Your number two tool is your room. Your number three tool is your monitoring. That's it. That's all. And then you just have to learn those things. Perfect yeah. them. Yeah. And when you perfect those things, you'll perfect hearing phase issues. You'll hear low-end issues. You'll hear distortion issues. You'll hear transients and how they sound different. You'll hear uh, uh, Essene sibilance. You'll hear pops. You'll hear clicks. You'll hear all the problems and issues that you need to fix to make a professional record. Right. Agreed. I think that's a wrap. That's it, you guys. We appreciate you guys tuning in. And uh, this is always fun doing this live. Yeah. So if you caught the live, cool. Awesome. You're awesome. (laughs) Share it. Share the podcast. Share this live. Help other people get into this stuff and understand it better. And also just like come kick it with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, you guys, this is episode 102. You know what to do. 103. 103, I'm sorry. (laughs) But you know know what to do. Subscribe to the channel. Share the video if it helped in any way. That's all we ask for. I'm not here trying to sell you a bunch of stuff. We're taking our time to do this for free. Try to help you guys out. Tell you game, tell you what Spotify's up to so you don't get tricked. Uh, tell you what all these guys are out there scamming you for their fifty dollar playlist. Stop buying bots, guys. Yeah. Come on. Like, and the best is like all these places are like, no, they're organic playlists with or yeah, dude, you have no way to prove that to me. Mm-hmm. All right, so you guys take it easy and um have a good day. Cheers. Peace.